Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. And uh, Metallica there from the Black Album, which is 30 years old now. It it just turned 30 years old. And, And this Friday... You'll be able to hear some of what they done for the 30th anniversary of the uh, of the great Black Album from Metallica. It's that band's biggest selling album by a lot, and the, that album turned a lot more people onto Metallica. Sure, they they had a they had a solid a, a good solid fan base before that album came out, but then when that album came out, showed a little bit different side. Of Metallica, there was a, a couple of songs on there that that were slow. It wasn't it wasn't speed like all of their other stuff before that was. And I remember there were a few Metallica fans saying that uh, they were upset with the Black Album, sellout man. But Metallica wanted to make an album that uh, that got them turned on to as many people as possible. And that's exactly what they did. And looking back now, um, th- that's, the, that's the most popular Metallica album of them all. The, the, the Black Album. And uh, so now that it, it turned 30 years old, we've talked about it a few times on our, on our show and here on our radio station. But now that it's turned 30 years old, there's a lot of musicians who got together to help be a part of the 30th anniversary of this great album. And and some of the songs on the album have been covered several times by a bunch of different artists. And that's part of the, the, the 30th anniversary Metallica Black album that they're going to they're going to have and starting starting this Friday uh you'll be able online to be able, you'll be able to stream it and and you'll be able to to hear it that way the physical compact discs and and record albums for those that still actually buy that stuff that will be available in October in a few weeks but you know more about rock history than I do John so at the time when Metallica was putting together the black album 30 years ago it was was it unanimous throughout the whole band that they wanted to do slower songs that have mass appeal, or do you think there was like infighting within it? Like, no, let's just do the stuff that we like, and like the basses and the drummer prefer to do certain things a certain way, but the lead singer and the lead guitarist, like, no, we got to try it. Do you think it was unanimous, or do you think they had little qualms about it? And the slower songs that they did do that had the mass appeal, did they really enjoy doing them, or do you think that they kind of reluctantly did it because they knew they had to, like? What what do you thought? What do you think? It's happened? an interesting question, Coleman. If if you know anything about Metallica, two guys make all the decisions. Okay, their their singer slash guitar player James Hetfield and their drummer Lars Ulrich. Right, they make all the decisions because because they've been in the band longer than 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 the other two guys. Um, I'm sure they talked about it with their lead guitar player Kirk Hammett. And I'm sure Kirk Hammett 
was like, well, you know, you guys make the decisions, and, and your decisions up to this point have been pretty good. We're a very big rock band. If this is what you want to do, okay. That's that. That's that's what I think. And then their bass player at that point, uh, Jason Newstead, was was just well, whatever you guys are doing. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, the, I'm following. Just sign the checks, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, they said because Jason Newstead, the the bass player, you know, they 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 they, they had a bass player. And then the bass player left. Then they, then they, then they had Cliff Burton, and uh, as bass player, and he got killed while they were on tour uh, in a bus accident. And then they had to go find another bass player, and they did with Jason Newstead, and and he did the the, the Black Album with them. And Jason Newstead stayed a few more years, but then he left, and the story goes. That because of that one album that that he he played on in Metallica, that he's rich off of off of the one album and then the tour after that and then, but that album, I mean he because of that album that 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 former Metallica bass player never has to work again, and and he has said that, you know that was the first time he ever came into that much money, that he was smart. And he called a couple of financial professionals, and they helped him invest the money very wisely. And and so no, he Jason Newstead, that, that bass player from Metallica, because he happened to play bass on that one Metallica album, the Black album, never had to work again. That that's how much that album has sold. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest selling. Albums, rock albums, any album, any genre, in in history. Yeah, you know, um, Into Sandman is by far my favorite Metallica song. So I'm almost interested to see how many variations of Into Sandman they do because the, this Blacklist project, the Black Album 30th Anniversary project, is going to have cover songs from different artists from different genres of music, not just rock. You know, because uh, most most of the cover bands did, you know, uh, who've done Metallica songs were all rock bands, but they're taking it further. It's going to have reggae and rap and country we've seen uh some leaks uh earlier they released like a country version of one of their songs i think was it sad for true sad but true yeah on our show yeah. we, we played a country uh, a country artist doing one of the one of the metallica yeah, so songs be, from the black album yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many variations of the songs that they do with from different genres of music yeah again so uh so two days from now this friday if you're a, if you're a, a big metallica fan You'll be able to stream that and check that out online. And then again, physically, the, the actual CD and, and album will come out in a few weeks in October. Happy 30th birthday to that Metallica album. Um, boy, when, when, when you think about the end of 1991 and then the beginning of 1992, and you think about all of the great albums that came out, Around that time, my gosh, uh, they're, they're, with, with, within six months, within a year of each other, some of the greatest rock and roll albums that were ever released were released during, during that time. Um, all right, coming up this morning on the show, we're still recovering here from Hurricane Ida in New Orleans. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you the latest. What we know, we're, we're, we're going to rock and recover. That's what that's what we're we're doing here. Uh, hang out with us. We uh, a, a lot to talk about uh, while we're rocking here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Today is day 10 after Hurricane Ida came through here a week ago Sunday and although a a lot of people have have gotten their power back or electricity back there's still a lot of people who have it and it's going to take some more time here here in New Orleans and and the 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 area that surrounds New Orleans Metairie and Kenner, the West Bank, St. Bernard Parish. Gas stations, about half of them, have gas. Coleman, have you uh, have you found gas over these last few days? <clears throat> I finally found gas, I want to say it was two days ago, uh, right before, um, was Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, either Saturday night, Sunday morning, something like that. Yeah, they figure about half of the gas stations in our area around here have have gas and prices did you notice this they're 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 up a little bit when it comes to uh to to your your cost per gallon no what happened was as soon as i found an open gas station that i had to wait in line and i didn't care about the uh price i just needed gas because i was i was on e yeah, well, because of the scarcity of fuel in the wake of Hurricane Ida, not only have longer lines at the gas pump happened, but also higher prices. You know, when when the um, right after Hurricane Ida happened. Again, it's been 10 days, a week ago Sunday. No, nothing happened on Monday, the day after. There, there, there was nothing. There was nobody around. There was nothing happening. And then Tuesday came, a couple of days after the hurricane, and Wednesday. And I had a, a few friends that I saw on Facebook tried to go get gas. One one friend literally waited about five or six hours in a line to get gas. And when she finally got up there, the gas station closed. So she had to go back the next day. And I'm thinking, well, how much gas do you need in your car to wait five or six hours in a line to get gas? It depends on your situation. I know people that have, they were in line to get gas ran out of gas in the line and was just pushing their car. Every time the, the line would move a little bit, they would get out the car and push it. There were people pushing their cars during the gas line. So imagine how they would have felt if had they pushed their car with no gas to the gas line and the gas station would have closed or they ran out of gas because that happened in certain situations. too. It, it was rough. It was rough. And and it's still, it still is it still is rough for a lot of people. Yeah. But it, it, I guess in my area, it's not as bad as it was the first – like last week, it was horrible, especially like around the Brothers Food Mart, uh, West Wego, Bad Terry area like that. 
But now in the Marrero, it, it, it's kind of slowed down. Most of the people who did get gas, they got it so they can evacuate because they didn't have electricity, so they're out of town. Some of them are still out of town. They haven't came back yet because they, they, there's nothing to come back to for them. And plus, uh, now that power is coming back on, less people are using generators. So it has slowed down a bit the closer we get to normality. Yeah, and you heard Jefferson Parish Sheriff Joe Lapinto say, don't be a gas hole. Because we've seen some incidents at local gas stations where people are frustrated because they have to wait in long lines and, and they're frustrated because of the whole situation with Hurricane Ida. And, and there was one incident in Metairie at a gas station where one guy pulled out a gun and he shot and killed another guy. And, and, and after, after that happened, that's when the sheriff of Jefferson Parish said, don't, don't be a gas hole like, like that guy. Yeah, they got him, though. They caught the dude. That's interesting. Uh, for a lot of years, I, I, I worked on the radio in, in Boston, and I, I lived in Massachusetts. I went to college in Massachusetts, and then I ended up returning there to, to, to do a radio show for a bunch of years. And there were lots of mass holes. And, and, and there, are, there, are, there are gas holes, too. So, um, but, but, but prices at the gas stations, they're, they're a, a little bit higher than they were before Hurricane Ida. No, nothing that went a lot higher. Right. Um, but it is a little bit, yeah, but I can understand the hike and the, the slight hike in the price because it, right now it is difficult to get gas from out of town, like with the debris and with all the stuff going on. So the travel cost is a little bit higher so it stands to reason even um the store that's closest to my home and i i didn't have any gas so i had to walk to it you know their their water bottles went from like 80 cents to a dollar because they you know they didn't have the internet and all that so everything was pretty much cash and they had to guesstimate you know how much the price was so a bottle of water was a dollar i don't think that's bad you know you're the only store with bottled water i don't know how much you're getting a bottle of water for i'll give you a dollar giving the bottle of water but I know on a regular day, the bottle of water is like 87, 75, 80 cents. So I don't think that's that bad of a price hike. Well, well, look, price gouging is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you have to but, think about but, the cost but, to, the, to the business. For, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and the business does open. They're the ones that are, that, are, that are servicing the people. And I mean, for a bottle of water, if something's usually like 80 or 85 cents, and they're saying, look, it's a dollar now because everything is cash, we can't do credit or debit cards because there's no electricity mm-hmm. yet. Um, for, for them to say just a dollar, we, we don't we don't have the change, the the, the dimes and the nickels to, to to give to people. That, that's not that's not yeah, that's big, reasonable. That, that's not a big deal. That's very reasonable, especially when you consider they have to spend gas on a generator to keep the lights in the cooler with the bottle water in on. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the cost of business. So I have to say for every, I went to Lowe's, I went to uh discount zone. I went to uh, a, a couple of stores around my area. Not a lot of price, nothing, almost no price gouging a, a couple of cents here and there, but for the most part, everyone behaved themselves economically. Well, no, I mean, and, and if you see something ridiculous, you could, you could call authorities and authorities will show up. And, and, and if, if, the the price gouging is completely out of control they will they will they will do something about it um but but for things to go up a little bit in the wake of the devastating hurricane ida that's that's reasonable yep it 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 it, it is reasonable so anyways about about half of the gas stations around here have gas and um if, if you want to text us and, and and let us know in a sentence or two your situation getting gas did you have a did you have a a tough time or did you are you having a tough time um but but as as the days go on Things, uh, things like this get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. 
and and I'm I'm just still thinking about all of the people who still don't have power, who don't have electricity, because there's still a lot of them. And 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 you look at the date for some people. I mean, they're they're talking another two three weeks for some people, and, and that would put them without power for about a month. And and that's awful. I I I think of those people because. Being without power is is just, it's, I said yesterday on the show, outside of being sick with a disease, I, I can't think of anything worse than having to live your life without electricity. Um, so we're, we're, we're thinking about those people. But text us if you want to text us about the gas or if uh, you could text us about anything. You, know, you just want to vent, you know. You, you just, just want to get some stuff off your chest. Just tell us about your experience. Just anything, anything to help you feel better during this trying time. Yeah, if you want to vent, uh, again, keep it to a sentence or two. Because, and 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 if it's good, we'll read it coming up on the show. Our 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 number, our text line, is five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five, and uh, we look forward to your texts as we're back we're rocking and we're recovering so we so so we're gonna we're, we're gonna rock our way while we recover here on bayou 95.7 new orleans only classic rock station bayou 95.7 new orleans only classic rock station if you're just joining us we were talking about how about half of the gas stations around the new orleans Metairie, Kenner, West Bank, uh, St. Bernard Parish area have uh, gasoline. And um, we asked you to text us. Uh, have you uh, have you had a very difficult time uh, getting gasoline? or? And we asked for your texts. This first text from Ed in Prairieville, he says, We still have no power, and last week I drove an hour and 20 minutes to get gas for the generator. Well, he's out. He's out in Prairieville. There, there, there's still a lot of people that don't even have electricity yet. That don't even have power yet, and uh, let alone issues with gasoline. This text says, "Our power is back on in Metairie, thank goodness." But last Wednesday, my husband and I wanted to avoid gas lines, so we drove to Mobile. Friday, we drove to Bay St. Louis, and on Sunday, we drove to Slidell. Each time, getting a little bit closer. Isn't that something? They did get a little bit closer, but it's pretty wild when you're in Metairie. And you have to drive to uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, for to get gasoline. But you would think, like, b- by the time you get to Mississippi, it would be the same time from Metairie to Mississippi to just sit in the line at a gas station, right? Maybe. Well, five hours. Uh, yeah, all right. It's probably short. Maybe quicker to get, yeah. to, to, get to Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> His last text says, I had to go to Mississippi twice for gas as four family members relied on me to get it. And a Mississippi man was upset with me for getting 65 gallons, and it almost led to a physical altercation. Oh, almost a, almost a gas hole experience. As the uh, the sheriff of Jefferson Parish, uh, Joseph Lapinto, says, please, please, don't be a gas hole. Um, thank you for the texts. We we always appreciate them. And 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 if if you want to vent about anything. Uh, text us. Keep it to one or two sentences, and 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 if it's good, we'll read it coming up on the show. Our text line five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five from Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Simmons made some news because of a few things he said recently in an interview. He called Foo Fighters an old grandpa band. Although he loves the Foo Fighters. I'll, I'll, I'll explain more about that in a minute. But what he also said during the interview, because Gene Simmons is more of a business entrepreneur than he is a rock star. Sure, he's a rock star. And, and, and sure, he's in one of the biggest bands whoever was a rock band kiss but when you looked at the money that he has made because of kiss 
and 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 the the money he has made in his life on top of kiss the the, the guy is a is a great businessman he's an he, he's an entrepreneur but in a in a recent interview he rallied actually he ripped fans who continue to download and file share music for free. He said that is causing the downfall of music because now new bands are unable to earn a living because of that. You know, and this is one of the reasons, Coleman, why a lot of the the, the classic vintage rockers over the last year or so have been selling the rights to the music they wrote right. back in the 60s and the 70s because they can't make the money these days because of the internet. They can't make the money that they used to make before the internet when people went out and they and they bought albums and they bought CDs and they bought cassette tapes. But, but artists, songwriters, bands don't make that money anymore because people download the music for free and they tr- and they they share it with friends and they and um so when he when he said that the, the the person that was interviewing him asked him he said would you like to sit and listen to some of today's music with me and give your honest opinion gene simmons said i think that would be very exciting but so what He said it would be pointless. He said what we should do is send a message to rock fans, to music fans, and tell them to please go and support your favorite new band. Don't do it for free. Support them so they can devote time to their art. He said between 1958 and uh, 1988, for those 30 years, he said we had we had the Beatles, we had Elvis, we had Hendrix, ACDC, Madonna, Motown, all this music that's iconic. You want to put Kiss in there? Fine. He said from 1988 until today is more than 30 years. That's about the time Napster started. He said, who's the new Beatles? Where's Elvis? He said, Foo Fighters, one of my favorite bands, Dave Grohl, amazing. That's an old grandpa band. They've been around almost 25 years. Um, but but he, he, was, he was talking about how he feels bad that music that is created, now the, the artists don't make the money that they used to make off of it before the internet. Yeah, so it makes you wonder how, how do we still have these megastars uh, from other genres like pop stars, you, you know, you hear about like Lizzo and Drake and uh, you know uh, these these newer artists like Meg The Stallion. How do they break through? Because people are downloading their music illegally as well. Well, so. well, those pop stars, Coleman, pop stars become big because they have huge singles, and, and I think a, a lot of the pop stars. I mean, a lot of people buy rock band singles, too, for 99 cents, you know, 99 mm-hmm. cents a song, whatever the case may be. But, but I think the, the pop star, like, like you mentioned, today's pop star Lizzo and people like that, I think they, um, they make a lot of their money on, on, on selling single versions of their, of their hits. Ah, that makes sense. I, I, think, I think that's how they do it. Um, you know... In the rock world, you, how it used to be, you know, a lot of rock bands they were they were album bands, you know, bands like Pink Floyd. They, they didn't a single meant nothing to Pink Floyd. Uh, Guns and Roses even a single meant nothing to Guns and Roses. They wanted they, they look here's twelve or thirteen or fourteen songs, and we put them we we put these songs in this order on side one for a reason. And you flip it over, and then we put these songs in this order on side two for a reason. It's our reason, but but that's why that's why we did it. So so, so for for some rock bands, singles were like, huh? 
And and the, but even though the record companies would be would be pushing them, come on, we need a hit. We we you know we need a hit that that we can that when your album comes out, we need a, a hit that we can send to the radio, that the radio will play. Yeah, the way we listen to music these days, I don't think anyone under twenty has ever sat through an album like we used to listen to. Like just they have the the, the way they listen to music with these streaming services like Pandora, or they have an iPod where they just put it on shuffle, or they use YouTube Music or iTunes or something like that. Everything's on shuffle, so you get this variety of different music that goes, you know, from one artist to another artist to another artist. I don't think anyone under 20 who listens to music that way has actually sat down and put on one album and listened to 14, 15 songs from one artist in its, in its entirety. I think you can go older than 20. I, th- I, th- I think most people, um, the majority of people who, who listen to music, especially now, they, they they listen to singles. They they Or, or they, listen to, they, they listen to one song by an artist and mm-hmm. then... And then, yeah, because I mean, you know, if you go to the, if you, if, if you go to a, a Spotify or whatever the case may be, if, if you, if you go online, when you play a song that you like, they will then pick another song artist that they're thinking, it, well, if you like that, we think you're going to like this right, too. Suggestions. And, and, then, yeah. and then it just goes on and on and on and on. I think if you gave someone an album right now to listen to, even if it's from their favorite artist, they will listen to part of that album, then pause it and put another album in just to get a variety. I think to, the, the way we listen to music today, I don't think anyone can sit, you know, unless it's one of their old favorites, and listen to a new artist from front to back continuously. They would have to stop, get a get a mental break, maybe play a, a game on their phone, then go back to it. Times have changed, and, <laughs> right. and, and people listen to music differently than than they did Many years ago, you know, if you handed me an album right now, you know what I would I would do with it? I'd probably roll a big fat one. <laughs> That's what I would do with it. If you handed me an album, um, I, I just got a kick out of out of out of uh, Gene Simmons. Even though he loves Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, he said they've been around a long time now. They're a they're a uh, they're an old grandpa band. It's something when Gene Simmons of Kiss is calling anybody old. Uh, all right, C- coming up on the show, we we will continue to uh, rock and recover as we're as we're getting ourselves out of uh, of here during post Hurricane Ida. Hang with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven. Oh, we've got a couple of couple of good texts. You yeah. want you want to wait and we'll read yeah, that. We'll we read some of these coming up. Yeah, because we we asked you to text us if you've got anything for the show. Text us uh, in, in a sentence or two, not much longer. Um, we've got some good ones, some funny ones. Uh, feel free to text us at five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five. Any questions as well here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. It's the John Osterland Morning Show. As we are in day 10 now after Hurricane Ida. And there's still a lot of people who um, haven't haven't gotten their power back yet. And earlier in the show, we, we talked about how... About half of the gas stations in and around New Orleans have gas. Um, it, that, that, that's getting better every day. And as far as the power goes, I know uh, Entergy and Clico have told people they're, they're working hard to, uh, to get everybody, everybody's power back. And so um, we're recovering. That's what we're doing. And, and here we're rocking and recovering. Did you see where McDonald's is is giving out free food today, tomorrow, 
and and Friday. I actually, um, I think through Saturday, McDonald's in in a relief effort post Hurricane Ida are are going to be serving thousands of free hot meals today in their in in the McDonald's parking lot at 1918 North Broad Street in New Orleans it'll be from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. so for 4 hours a day starting today 10 a.m. through 2 p.m. If you go to McDonald's, 1918 North Broad Street in New Orleans, you'll get a uh, you'll get a free hot meal. Strategically, right after the breakfast menu. <laughs> well, didn't it always used to be 10:30? Was it? Wasn't that the time? Because because I. I remember when when I was a kid when McDonald's started serving breakfast. And to this day, I love McDonald's breakfast. Right. I prefer the breakfast menu over the regular day menu. Yeah, I, I've always loved the, the, the sausage egg McCheese sandwich. Mmm. No, I get the big breakfast. I get the whole shebang, the, the hot cakes with the hash brown with the eggs. Love that, And too. the hot sauces. Yeah. yeah with, with, with four containers of syrup. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're, what's in the, 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 the free meal that they're going to be giving people because, as Coleman pointed out, if, if it goes from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., I don't know if the the ten thirty breakfast cutoff is going to apply when they're giving out so many free meals in the parking lot of their of their restaurant on North Broad Street. I would assume they would have different options. I would assume they would have a, a burger and fries, or maybe some chicken nuggets and fries, or something like that. You know. Well, from from what I'm reading here, Coleman, I don't think breakfast is going to be on the menu, even though they start at 10 a.m., but before the 10.30 breakfast cutout. Uh, cheeseburgers, French fries, apple slices, okay, and bottled water. Ah, so no nuggets. All right. No nuggets. That's still cool. They are going to be coming from the McDonald's McRig. The, the, Mc, the McRig is a full-sized tractor-trailer and, and they have a nearly complete McDonald's kitchen inside the McRig. That's an awesome name for the McRig. <laughs> they could have went with the Rick's, the, the Mick Semi, the Mick 18-wheeler. No, they went with the McRig. The McTruck. <laughs> um, the local McDonald's owner and operator... Chris Bardell said, quote, there are so many people who are working to rebuild our community and lives. As soon as we saw the extent of the devastation to our community and our own restaurants, we started uh, started working to bring the McRig to New Orleans to help take care of the city that means so much to us. So local restaurant employees will hand out the meals through a makeshift drive-through set up in the parking lot of, All right. of, of that McDonald's. And, and they're going to follow all safety procedures and CDC guidelines. Restaurant employees will help guide traffic into the parking lot to help keep the lines moving as quickly as possible. The owner and the operator said, we want customers to be able to get hot meals without having to slow down their schedules 
and to ensure everyone is properly socially distancing. It was just a slight alteration to the drive through service McDonald's is known for. I want to thank our McDonald's suppliers who are ensuring we have food and supplies at the McRig, as well as the local employees who are taking time to serve the community. You know, McDonald's, you know, they've done this before uh, during times of, of crisis. Yeah, I can't help but to imagine now. See, my brain goes into a stupid direction. The idea that McDonald's has this McRig, and we all know about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile or whatever. It makes me wonder, what else does McDonald's have that we don't know about that they have hiding in the garage somewhere? Is there a, a McCopter? Is there a Mc747? Is there a Mc aircraft carrier that we don't know about? The McDonald's can just have their own aircraft carrier where they can ship Happy Meals across the pond. Like, what else is McDonald's hiding? Is there a McBlimp that they can fly around? Yeah, that'd be something if they had McJet packs. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, just I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I didn't even know about the McRig. Yeah, throw on one of these uh, backpacks. It's a it's a McJet pack, and, and it, it, it could help get you somewhere faster. Yeah, the Mick Subway. But I think that's pretty cool. What they're doing at that particular McDonald's here in New Orleans uh, again, and we we just put this information on our radio station's Facebook page. Um, it, it's today, it's tomorrow, it's Friday, and I believe Saturday too. From 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., you go to that McDonald's at 1918 North Broad Street in New Orleans, and they're going to keep it moving quick. And and they're going to give out a, a free meal, which which consists of cheeseburger. French fries, apple slices, and a bottled water. How frustrated do you think they'll get if I say, "Can I get mine without cheese?" Oh yeah, see, so you don't. That's why I can't go. You're one can't. of the, you're one of the you're one of the few people that I know who who does not like enjoy. Yeah. You, don't, you don't you don't enjoy cheese. You, we'll go out and eat a pizza, and and and, and you ask for uh, minimal cheese yep. on the pizza on pizza. Yep, thin crust, light cheese, extra sauce. Well, anyways, uh, that's today. Uh, through Saturday, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at McDonald's, the one at 1918 North Broad Street in New Orleans. I think that's good stuff, and it's just another way that that, that people are helping out. Uh, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Got a, a few... Interesting text messages where always ask you to text our radio show. Keep it short, one or two sentences. If you've got something to say, um, 504-260-9595. What do you got there, Coleman? Yeah, just a couple of people sharing some of their uh, post-Ida stories. This one says, I was out power for nine days. I, too, have a generator, but my, my complaint isn't finding gas. It's more towards people who don't know how to conserve during an emergency situation. And I kind of had an idea with that. My neighbor was mowing his lawn and editing his grass like two days after the storm. I was like, where'd you get the gas for that? This, te- this, this text is from Zach in Michigan. He said he was helping his buddy out with the aftermath, and he had to, uh, he had to sweep two feet of bud from a pole barn. I got excited when I read that, but then he texted back and said he didn't mean to say bud. He meant to say mud. And then that. Oh, he had a misspelling. Yeah. I was, I was saying I could I could give you a hand with that. <laughs> this text says, I lost my house and the dog ran down the street and my wife is gone. But none of that was from the storm. Sounds like a country song. This text says, I miss day drinking with Coleman. He owes me a kamikaze shot. That's from Alicia in the cutoff with no power and no gas. Well, well, today is Wednesday. Maybe I should do a hump day drinking later on. Yeah, you do your day drinking with Coleman videos on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and and you can see those videos on our radio station's Facebook page. Yep, today is Wednesday, so I may do a a, a post Ida uh, hump day drinking if the bar is open, and Saturday is regular day drinking. Uh, I just want to share this guy's story because he he needed the vent. He said last night after I finished my route of pumping fuel to local nursing homes, uh, I stopped by the hotel to take a shower, and I parked. Uh, in an empty lot for 15 minutes. And when I came down to leave, 
uh, to go to sleep at our staging area, I found a man putting a parking boot on my truck, and I informed him that I was in the emergency, uh, emergency fuel service, but he didn't care. He still charged me to remove the boot. Yeah, I think that sucks, but yeah. I know you're, 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 you're somewhere to help people recover post hurricane Ida and they're, and they're, they're putting a, they're putting a boot on your truck. Yeah. I guess life still happens even though life is happening. You know, that's horse dung. That's what that is. Thank you for your text. And look, if you want to vent about something, then keep it one or two sentences and, and send it to us. And if they're good, We'll read them on the show. I, I do find it funny that Bud automatically popped up in his text messages, so that means he typed that word Bud a few times before. Our text line is 504-260-9595. Here at Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland hanging with you. We're rocking and we're recovering as today is uh, day 10 since Hurricane Ida. And, you know, there are still all kinds of wild stories going on. And that's, that's one of the things that our radio show does here and have done here, and and I know people are still recovering, but there are still some other things happening. And I've got a couple of stories here that, that that I that I wanted to tell you about. Did you see the story about the 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 guy who said a driverless Tesla car ran him over? Did you see that story? Um, the other day, the police in Slidell arrested the guy because they said he lied about it. Said he falsified a police report after he claimed to have been hit by a Tesla car at a very busy gas station and Slidell, the Slidell Police Department said that around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, past Friday, uh, Slidell Police responded to the call. The man called 911 to report he was injured after being hit by a Tesla. 47-year-old 40, Arthur Bates Jr. is the man who told officers that the Tesla backed into him, causing him to fall to the pavement. Oh, but in this Tesla car, there was actually a driver. And and he said that the driver took off after after he hit him with his Tesla car, that the driver fled the scene. Yeah, hit and run, he tried to say. Bates was complaining of back pain, leg pain, neck pain. An ambulance showed up. A fire truck showed up. Slidell police uh, found the driver of the Tesla car. And the driver said, no, no, you got it wrong. This Bates character intentionally jumped behind the vehicle. And he, and he staged the accident. And, and that's the thing. Tesla cars, they have cameras on them. And they, they're, they're always recording video. And the driver was right. Uh, Bates faked. He, he, Arthur Bates Jr. in the Slidell gas station parking lot walked behind the Tesla car, and he uh, he fell down. We have that video on our website, too, Buggy957.com, and it is hilarious because the guy didn't even do a great job acting like he was hurt. He literally just kind of just laid there, and he was on his phone playing games. Some guy even tried to move him. Like, I guess it was one of his friends. I like, told him to stop playing, and he really just sat there on the ground. Nothing touched him. He didn't no, – nothing touched him. He just stayed there on the ground. It looked like he was just chilling, like he was tailgating. He was just on the ground just playing around. 
if you want to see an entertaining video, but it's a frustrating video because the guy lied. It happened here in Slidell. Um, go check out that video when you get a second. It's on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Day 10 after Hurricane Ida. And uh, we're, we're rocking and recovering. As we realize there are still a, a lot of people without power. I know Energy and Clico are, are working hard to get everybody reconnected. It's just in some places it's taking longer than, than other places. But we're gonna we're, we're gonna rock and and recover. We're, we're we're rocking while we recover. And I saw this story. By the way, our website and and I I've, I talked about our website before the hurricane. How a few months ago, we we tweaked it, and our website buyu957.com. Is really cool. There's a lot of uh, entertaining stories and such up there. And one of them we just put up there has something to do with something that we talk about on the show. One of the things we talk about on this show is how there are some crimes that only men get arrested for committing. Like, like peeping toms and 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 you know guys who who expose themselves. They, flashers. Yeah, flashers if they go into a store or they go into a park or they go you know you you, you very rarely see women attractive women peeping into people's windows uh going into a store and, and exposing herself. You, you know, there are some crimes that seemingly only, only men commit. But I just saw this story and put it on our website. Naked 28-year-old woman drives golf cart into police standoff scene with armed suspect. That's a lot to unpack. Well, this happened in Florida, Coleman. Of course. Well, yeah. Of course. Florida story. Although, she's from Boston. Yeah, but you know, you, once you go to Florida, you, you get no matter where you're from, you always get that Florida on you. It even happened to Tom Brady. He got in trouble for doing something crazy at a golf course. You know, as soon as he got to Florida, he was in the news two weeks later with some crazy stuff. Well, this 28-year-old woman named Jessica Smith, she was visiting Florida from Boston. From Boston? And there was a situation going on where police in Pinellas County, that's uh, around Tampa Bay, police were dealing with a, a man with a gun who was on the roof of a building. Florida. And so they, they're dealing with this, and they've and all of a sudden, this naked 28-year-old woman named Jessica Smith drives right up to the scene where they're dealing with this. And she's completely naked. And I, I'm looking at her mugshot. And I know mug shots are not taken on, on people's best days, but she looks attractive. And by the way, we've got the mug shot and we've got this story on our website, Bayou957.com. They said when she pulled up, she she reeked of booze. So she was hammered. She's completely naked. And, and police tried talking with her first, but she wasn't listening to them because of the alcohol, probably. And, and they, they, they told her she couldn't be 
where, where she was because they're dealing with a, a man with a gun on a nearby roof and and she's not supposed to be where where she where she was and they 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 had to uh they they, they had to physically pull the naked 28 year old woman out of the golf cart and 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 they arrested her you know how much Florida that is that you just said? First of all, let's start before before the naked woman even came into the picture on a golf cart. Just just the idea that there's a standoff with a guy on the roof. That right there is a Florida story. Like it's kind of like what what Florida ness led to the police having a standoff with a guy on the roof. I'm quite sure whatever that story is probably had all sorts of Florida going on. But no, they had to add some extra Florida into it. Here it is. This Bostonian who just happened to be in Florida finds a golf cart near midnight and decides, you know what? I see some police over there. There's some guns. I'm just going to get butt-ass naked and just drive right in the middle of the standoff, making making it Florida Square or Florida Cube. This Florida on top of Florida with some more Florida in it. Well, this is the definition of, of making a Florida story a a more Florida story. Um, she was she was charged with resisting an officer without violence. So they they threw her into the the jail cell. She could dry out a little bit. Um, the the armed suspect Coleman. He had supposedly fired a gun at people in the area. He ran from the cops who responded to that. He climbed onto the roof of a house where the standoff occurred. And, and that's so, so, so the guy with the gun is on the roof of the house. And then this attractive 28-year-old completely naked woman pulls up there in the yard where this is happening in a golf cart. I wonder how the shooter feels. You know, the shooter's out there shooting people because he's, he's clearly... He has a grievance. He, there's something bothering him. He's clearly going through an issue, and maybe you know the the police are they they have the bullhorn trying to talk him off the roof. Like, come on down, we can talk about it. And here, this naked woman completely destroys his plot and his plan. You know, now he has to go to jail, and the spotlight's not even on him anymore. Yeah, he, he went to he went to the bottom of the story. <laughs> she she is now the story. She is now at the top. Of the story, she's above the fold. She she's getting she's getting the ink. This text says, after the week we've had here in New Orleans, I'm not even mad at her for being drunk or naked. <laughs> <laughs> we could use a little of that around here. We could use uh, the, the naked women driving around in golf carts around these parts. Devin says, "Good morning." A wise man once told me that you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So cheers. It's five o'clock somewhere, right? Um. Again, we we we've got our mugshot in the story. It's on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I was just reading. Well, September is National Childhood Obesity Awareness Month, according to a new study. One out of three of our children are overweight or obese by the time they're nine months old. To give you an idea how bad it is, Pampers now come in big and tall sizes. I've seen that before. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Ozzy Osbourne, I just saw a meme going around the internet. It was Ozzy standing be, uh, next to his former guitar player, Zach Wilde. And it said, why does Ozzy look like Zach Wilde's crazy grandmother in this picture? It, it, it kind of did, actually. Um, you know, there are there is a lot of truth behind some of those memes. That you see on the internet. So, Louisiana native Britney Spears, it looks like she's getting control of her of her finances back again. 
we've talked about it a, a couple of times on our show, how the hashtag Free Britney movement is going on. Uh, Britney Spears, her, her money for ever, ever since she shaved her head, Her, her money has been controlled in a conservatorship which was led by her father. But recently, Britney Spears has made a lot of news because she said she wants to control her finances. And so that's why, um, after she said that, that's why the hashtag Free Britney movement started you know there's a lot of people that think her father has been ripping her off but as far as I could tell I've done a little research into it he's made sure she's not only hung on to her millions and millions of dollars that she's actually made money uh, off of off of that money and that's why he was put in charge of her conservatorship when he was well, going back 13, 15 years, something like that. But recently she has said that, you know, she has no control over not only her, her money, her finances, but she says uh, the conservatorship controls her life as well. She wants to get pregnant and she wants to have more kids. And she says she's not able to do that but because of the conservatorship, there, there, there's... There, there's something in there preventing her from uh, from having children. And when I say there's something in there, I'm not talking about the conservatorship. So, anyways, this is this is new news. Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, just filed a petition to end the conservatorship. All right. He, he wants out. Um it's it's been it's been 12 years. It was 2009 that 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 her father has been in control of her finances. After uh she underwent a series of involuntary holds. And and she's been locked in a court battle with, with her father over the past few years as she's, she's trying to get control of her life back. So now, Britney Spears' father, uh, he says he's willing to step down and 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 he just filed a petition to end his role in her conservatorship. And when we talked about this before, Coleman, you know, you wondered why she was in the conservatorship in the first place. And I said, remember when she shaved her head and yeah. they, they were going to take her kids away? I mean, that that loser she had her kids with, Kevin Federline, that guy has has custody of the kids, believe it or not. Um. And she was just losing it mentally, right. and 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 I said that's why, you know, the family had her father be put in control of her money. And you said, but there's a lot of there's a lot of mentally ill people who have a lot of money and they spend it like crazy. Shouldn't shouldn't she have the right to do that? Right. When you look at Ellis, there's a lot of celebrities that have went nuts for some reason. Maybe it's the pressure of fame. Maybe they OD'd. Maybe they had a wild night, and yet. It, there they are. They still have control over their money. So I'm trying to figure out, well, what did Britney do that was so bad? You know, I mean, we we known about celebrities that ran butt naked down streets and bite animals and doing all like Kanye West is a lunatic, but nobody's trying to steal Kanye West money from him or take it or take control over it. So what did Britney do? Well, I think people in her family were were concerned that that. You know, if she's having mental health issues, that she she might spend all of her money. Um, but it's hers to spend. And and the idea that even though the dad is stepping away from the conservatorship, that doesn't automatically mean she gets control over it, right? Well, that's the other question. Now, he's saying he's out now. So does that mean 
the power of her finances goes back to her, or are they gonna? Is there gonna be some judge out mm-hmm. there in California where she lives? Is there gonna be some judge who looks for someone else to take control of her conservatorship? You you would think that this means that she. I mean, she's almost 40 years old now, that that she would get control over her own finances again. You, you, that would be the best case scenario. But in the event that she does not uh, get control of her own money and they have somebody else to step in for the conservatorship to take control of her money, I would go to California and volunteer. Well, a, a judge still has to uh, approve the move there's one female judge out there who is overseeing this case. Her name is Brenda Penny, and, and she has to approve this move. But Jamie Spears, Britney Spears' father, the, the statement says, as he has said again and again, all he wants is what is best for his daughter. If Ms. Spears wants to terminate the conservatorship and believes that she can handle her own life, Mr. Spears believes that she should get that chance. And and now the judge who's been keeping an eye on this, who's been overseeing this case, will need to approve that move. But but he does breaking news over the last 24 hours. He, he says, this is what she wants, I'm out. I've done some crazy things in my life, but I hope it never gets that bad where somebody else has to decide whether or not I'm, I'm psychologically fit to handle the money that I've earned from my work, you know? Brittany but, earned the money from album sales and tours and, you know, being in commercials and videos. She earned the money. Not saying even though you're mentally capable enough and competent enough to get the money, you can't spend it. You know, it's, it's weird. Yeah, but the difference between you and Brittany is uh, she's got millions. And and I, I don't if you started losing your marbles mm-hmm. or, or if you if you became mentally ill. I, I don't I don't know if you have enough money <laughs> where someone would 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 want to come in and. And yeah, who's, who's going to manage my $500? <laughs> so it uh, looks like it's good news for Britney Spears this morning, at least in the, in the hashtag free Britney side of her life. Um, her father said, I'm out. And now a judge, a, a judge who has been keeping an eye on this case has to approve that. And, and, then, and then Britney will get full control of, of, of her own money again. And boy, we'll, we'll see what happens Something uh, something that people have been keeping an eye on here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.